There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So we're here at the Decade of Dirt kickoff, and Chantal Kirshner is going to explain what exactly that is. You raced in the Colorado Mountain League for two years, and now you're just finishing up your first year of college? I am. Well, no, this is actually being my third year of college, oh but I'm also I'm also <laughs> raging collegiate for CSU. First, first year at uh, Fort Lewis and raced collegiate for them, and then now I'm at CSU and also racing collegiate for them. It's, it all started with the Nike League, really. That's what, that's what really got it kicked off, and I, I would not be doing and I would not have found a love for the sport without it. So what had you done before you got into mountain bike racing? Just some family trips in all honesty. I mean it was I have to give credit to my parents for just taking me out to Moab for spring break and taking them out on the trails in Boulder and you know it just it it never really resonated with me until I really found a love for the league and that's what really got it started and racing has become a passion for me. We have your wonderful parents standing right here. I just have to get some input on what was it like for you when you saw your daughter start racing mountain bikes? It was, uh, was life-changing. Really, uh, I'll, I'll tell a little more honesty. She had been a really, really competitive volleyball player and um, came home before her junior year and burst into tears before tryouts and said, everybody's mean. <laughs> and uh, she said, do I have to play volleyball? We said, no, but you've got to do something. We want you to be something. And so we had friends who were on the mountain bike team at Fairview, and she went out for a practice ride with the team. I and was terrified, by the way. I had no <laughs> idea what to expect. And uh, uh, she ran a, uh, raced the first race, and there was 70 girls in JV in that race, something like that. Yeah, it was a good amount. Even more terrified then? Oh, yeah. It was, it was pretty scary. <laughs> it so was Steve, a little nerve-wracking. So Steve, the coach at Fairview, comes up after the first lap and goes, I think Chantel's in 10th. And I was like, really? And then, uh, and then she finished, and I thought, I thought she'd finished 10th. And I went up, and I looked at the results, and I came back, and Chantel was sitting there pretty tired. And I said, you didn't get 10th, honey. And she goes, oh. I go, you got 7th. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was a pretty cool experience for me. And I think I realized, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. And this is really fun. I wish I would have found this sooner. But I'm glad I found it eventually. It really made a difference. But having been in club sports myself and competitive, I, I'd never seen anything like the Colorado League. It was the most positive, uplifting um, athletic event I'd ever been to. It was just phenomenal, and we've just been in love with it. 
ever since and uh, just support all the work that Kate's done and all the, the Colorado League staff. It's just, we just love it. It's been life-changing. Chantal, I love that your dad said that you thought everybody was mean <laughs> because one of the things we really want to bring out about Colorado League is that spirit of support and friendship. And yes, you're competitive when you're racing, but at the same time, you really care about the people you're competing against. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. And that's why I love it so much. It's just because it's not just a sport. It's a community and it's a family that you can have for an entire lifetime. And that's how you can make connections and friends. And it's just, it's a full lifetime sport. And just the community that follows, follows it is what makes all the difference in the end. Well, I have so many questions for you, <laughs> but we're going to be doing an individual podcast next week. So I'm looking forward to talking with you then. I'm very excited. We'll see you then. <laughs> Now we're visiting with Max Bradley, the first and now former board president of Colorado Mountain League. So, Max, what was it that got you interested in the first place and then to actually take on such a position of responsibility? Well, the position of responsibility was uh, purely a fluke, but <laughs> having had no previous board experience, um, actually read an article uh, on, a, on a business trip on an airplane uh, in Mountain Bike Action magazine about the league in Northern California, which is the original league that NICA grew out of. And I said, Colorado needs one of these. And I had a high school age kid at the time. Uh, so when I got back, I looked up the, the league out in Berkeley, Northern California, reached out to them and said, hey, I'm interested in talking about forming a league in Colorado. And they said, that's interesting. We're already having conversations with someone in Boulder who happened to be Kate Rao. I was acquainted with Kate Rao through Simba, which is a kids' youth mountain bike program in Boulder. So I reached out to Kate. We got together and uh, had some conversations and got the ball rolling from there. And several months later, as things came together, then uh, ultimately they I was asked by... Matt Fitzinger, who was the founder of the Northern California League and ultimately the founder of NICA, uh, if I would consider taking on the role as board president. And I gladly accepted because I couldn't effectively talk him out of it. <laughs> so so that's how, uh, how things got going. What's it been like to see it grow into what it's become? I mean, this is a huge league. Oh, it's it's fantastic. I, you know, recall as if it were yesterday, uh, 10 years ago when we started with uh, 150, 170 kids from roughly 30, 35 schools, and to see it to grow to over 1,400 kids representing over 150 high schools from southern Wyoming to northern New Mexico has been phenomenal. And it's just something that I, I take great pride in and uh, have great passion for. Um, you know, I, I termed off of my board position this last year, but will always be involved in this league. I will always be part of the race crew and continue to, to be involved and see what we bring to the kids and the, the opportunities we afford them for, for fitness and camaraderie and just improving their, their self-worth. And it's, it's just an amazing blend working with a lot of amazing people from the coaches to the kids themselves, to their families, to our sponsors, to our staff and race crew, and to the, the current board of directors. It, it's just a, a great collaborative effort to, to bring this to the kids. And it's, this again, something I'm very excited and 
passionate to be a part of. So I just spoke with alumni uh, Chantal Kirshner, mm-hmm. and one of the things we were talking about is really the message and feeling I've got ever since I learned about this league, and that is something you and Kate must have had a huge part in forming, and that's the attitude of, yes, it's competitive, but it's so much more important than that. It's camaraderie, it's support, it's forming friendships. How did you build that in something that really could be just fiercely competitive? Well, it's the inclusivity that's always been very much at the at the hub and the root of this. Um, with mountain biking, no one sits on the bench. We've graduated and we've we've got alumni that are competing on the world scale that are you know competitive road and mountain bikers across the globe some of the most rewarding stories and and situations that we've had over the years have been from the kids that probably hadn't been on a bicycle more than a few months before the start of the season and their goal is just to get out there and to finish and to see the top racers waiting at the finish line to congratulate their teammates who simply wanted to finish the race um, is amazingly rewarding. And to see those types of stories over and over and over again uh, over the last nine years as we as we head into the tenth is I said that's really the the heart and the soul of this league. And it's interesting that our our theme this year is, you know, rule number one is have fun. And yes, it can be very competitive, but um, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is for these kids to be out there, enjoy one another, get to know one another and what they can do to push themselves, but to have fun doing it. little nostalgia, a little hard to step away as president? A little bit, a little bit. And like I say, fortunately, I have the ability to continue to stay on and be involved with the race crew and, uh, and with the staff. Uh, but yeah, after after ten years as a board member and uh, you know having been president, yeah, it, it is definitely a, a change to step away from that. And uh, I will always hold very dear all the memories uh, from these past ten years. Max Bradley, thanks very much. Thank you so much. Well, now we're here with Brad and Mina Young. And Mina, I got to start with you. You've been around this league since you were three years old, and now you're actually going to be racing in it for the first time. Yeah, I'm quite excited, but really nervous. Um, it's a new experience, so it'll be fun. Any mountain bike racing at all in your background or riding in large groups? No, not really. Um, I've kind of just ridden with my father my entire life, but yeah. Well, Dad, <laughs> what? Uh, how long have you been involved with the, uh, with the program, and, and what was it that got you started? Obviously, you're an avid mountain biker. Yeah. Well, Kate's like a life, a long friend of mine, 25 or 30 years. When she started the league, she gave me a call one day and said, asked me if I'd like to uh, volunteer or be involved in all. And I said, yeah, sure. So I came out to, I believe it was the third race ever and volunteered for the day and had a good time. And the following season just kind of joined in the crew. So you've been involved since season number one. That's right. Yeah. And... I was just speaking with Max Bradley, and he was saying that the league has grown from 150, 170 to 1,400. What's that been like for you to see, and what's the workload on you as a volunteer? 
Well, I actually nowadays just kind of run the finish line and wave the finish flag, checkered flag at the end. So that's pretty cool. I'm uh, I'm the one that almost every rider is most happiest to see. But uh, um, as far as responsibilities go, I mean, it's just been fun. It's easy to go do it. It's fun to see the kids enjoying it. And uh, it's been so fun to watch this whole thing grow. So Mina here, young lady now, started out going to these when she was three years old. What's it like for you now to have her be out racing? Well, I'll be running the flag at her first race, and I'll probably have to hand it off and be in tears for a little while. But, uh, you know, I've looked forward to her racing her whole life without trying to put any pressure on it. Um, So that's kind of an interesting conflict in my life, wanting her to race so bad, but yet not trying to pressure her. So I've got to know your feelings. What's What are you most excited about, but what are you most nervous about? So I'm quite excited about spending time with my team, um, just getting to know everyone. You know, I've already met the entire crew. I've known them my entire life. But it'll be a new experience to be, like, hanging out in the pits and stuff. So I'm excited for that um, kind of segment of this entire thing. But then I'm really nervous kind of just about competing, you know, I want to place high, to be honest. I want to place high, and I just, I want to do my best and show that, show my competitive spirit, so. Well, now we're here from Sarah, from Yeti, and you can see how well prepared I am because I don't know Sarah's last name. Hi, my name is Sarah Raleigh. And Sarah, what's your position at Yeti? Uh, I am the Outreach and Events Manager here at Yeti Cycles. I've been with Yeti since 2008. And uh, I do everything from the event planning for the Yeti Tribe Gathering to managing our sponsorships and uh, organizations that we partner with, as well as our ambassadors. And of course, at Yeti, we're a pretty small company, so we all wear quite a few hats. So I want to please tell us just a little bit about your cycling background. I don't want to get too much in depth in that because we could go on and on and on. But um what got you really interested in working for a company like Yeti? Yeah, I actually started uh, racing mountain bikes in college. So it was the collegiate mountain bike scene that really inspired me to want to make a career out of it. Uh, so I immediately wanted to find my dream job. And I got really lucky. It's kind of right time and place. And uh, coming to Yeti was my first job out of college back serious? back in 2008. And, uh, and at the time, I didn't really have like a, a very solid job description. We kind of made it up as we went along. And um, so I also have continued my passion for racing. Used to race a lot of cross country. Um, and then in 2012, trans, uh, transitioned into more enduro racing. And um, so for me, it's this constant juggle though. I work full time. I run um, a women's mountain bike skills clinic series called the Vita Mountain Bike Series, as well as the Betty Bike Bash. Um, and then I also try to race. And you know, I've dabbled in the you know, quote unquote professional level I like to call myself a semi-pro woman because that category doesn't actually exist um so I recently got back from the trans New Zealand in February and uh was having a great race uh but on day five out of six I dislocated my elbow so I have been on the men since actually this weekend it might be my first weekend on dirt in three months yeah so what is it about the league that I mean Yeti's been a part of this from the beginning and so you have been a part of this from the beginning, um, just to see the growth and, and why the involvement. 
Well, it's pretty incredible. I mean, needless to say, you know, we are cultivating and watching the next generation of mountain bike racers come up. But I think it transcends that. It's also, um, you know, the more kids we get involved, the more parents and families we get involved, and it just strengthens our community as a whole. Um, and so for our sport to keep progressing and evolving, especially at that top end level, what we're seeing is watching kids get into it at the high school league. And then those are our next, you know, racers who are racing at the, you know, EWS um, U21 level and might eventually make their way, you know, depending on their discipline, cross country, downhill, enduro, onto the World Cup level. So um, it really all starts here. But I think, I mean, just look at all the people around us tonight. We wouldn't all be here without the league. And uh, it's been pretty incredible to see it grow where these kids have real competition. Um, and it's priming them. You know, when I started to race in college, I had no idea what I was getting into. And so this is, I think it's just upping the level all around. But it's the thing that I really like about both the high school league and the collegiate league is that, you know, you could be brand new to mountain bike racing or you could be like a legit pro and you're all out there racing together. And through that, you have a lot of mentorship happening. So it doesn't matter if maybe your family's not into it and maybe you don't have like the nicest bike, but you can still show up and race and catch that bug and, you know, feel the support of the community around you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.